We've been talking a lot on this podcast recently about change, about risk, about pushing through your comfort zones and rising to higher levels of success. So what is it that's keeping most people from embracing these concepts? What's the idea of safety? Being safe in various ways is good as a starting point. It's good for people to be safe. But you need to understand that what you think of as safety might be the thing that's holding you back or limiting you or worse, making things bad for you. So how do you challenge yourself without hurting yourself? How do you take risk? How do you make change without completely ignoring safety? We're going to talk about it on the podcast today. It's Saturday. I'm in the office. You know what that means. The Saturday Morning Hustle podcast. Coming in early, staying late, working on the weekends, earning it each and every week. So again, we've been following up on change, on risk, on comfort zones, on all those things. So why is safety such a hang-up? How can being safe be a negative? Well, you should, as a human being, as a person, as a citizen, as, as, a, as an individual with a soul, you should expect safety, as in expect to be protected from unproductive or unnecessary harm. I know right there, I caught a few of you thinking, wait a minute, I don't want to be harmed in any way, necessary or unnecessary, or productive or unproductive. There is such thing as a productive harm. We'll talk about that. That's the lessons learned when you take a risk and lose. If you stay in a comfort zone, if you stay in safety, you can't have those lessons. You can't learn from them. You can't engage productive risk or harm. And unnecessary is also the same. So again, we're not talking about physical safety to a point. We're talking conceptually. Now, there are lots of things you might do in your life that involves risk to your physical body. You might challenge yourself to jump out of an airplane or rock climb or mountain bike or rollerblade or swim with sharks or whatever it is that has a physical element to it in order for you to push yourself outside your comfort zone to try new things, to achieve new things, to have a better understanding of yourself. You're running a marathon. Sounds safe enough. You could hurt yourself. You could damage yourself. All of these things are physical risk that typically we want to be physically safe from. But and the opposite of this is true as well. We don't want to do stupid stuff. We jump out of an airplane with a perfectly packed, perfectly checked, multiple times over parachute done by professionals with professional training, etc. We don't just jump out of airplanes. We just don't go jump in front of cars in the middle of the street and hope they stop. We take calculated risk and risk and safety. But also be where you put yourself in unnecessary danger. This is, again, mostly physical, but can be mental as well. So putting yourself out there for ridicule, for bullying, or physical threats, physical harm, etc., that's not what we're talking about today. I don't want you to do any of those things that is so far outside of your comfort zone, so far out of logic and common sense and being smart about how you take risk. Instead, I want to talk about the attitude of getting outside of comfort zone and taking risk so that you don't stay safe because staying safe is staying put. Staying safe is going to keep you in one place. And if you're someone who wants to achieve higher things, you want to do different things, move in different ways, expand yourself, grow yourself, you're going to have to take risk. 
You're going to have to make changes. You're going to have to expose yourself to danger or leave safety. But don't be dumb. Don't go play with wild animals or loaded weapons. Don't take unnecessary risk. Take smart risks. So the first thing you need to do is you can't realize you cannot be safe from all risk. That is not realistic. As much as we would like to say all people are safe from all things, that is unrealistic and not a part of life and not a way to actually go through life because those challenges are necessary to, for us to grow and to benefit. But we'll keep you safe as a society from the worst things, from war, from murder, from assault, from all kinds of physical activity like that. We try to limit what people would call hate speech or things of that nature. They're still bullying, but we, it is frowned upon. We try to deter it. There are all kinds of things that might be harmful to you that is the opposite of safety that is out there. Not saying go and engage it head on directly, but you can't be so afraid of it that you stay at home and never leave the house and never do anything because you're so afraid that something unsafe could happen. So first get over that idea. Then understand each individual is going to have a different level of risk, a different level of safety that they require or a different level of risk they're willing to take, risk averse or not, in order to achieve different things. If you're a person who understands risk and reward, If you understand the bigger the risk, the more reward that you can get, and you're willing to gamble a little bit with your safety, the benefits, the the success that you can grow into off of that is exponentially much stronger than folks who stay in their comfort zone, who stay safe, and never, ever expose themselves to anything potentially harmful at all. That is what we're talking about when we're talking about unproductive or unnecessary risk. So be challenged. Allow yourself to be challenged. One of the ways people think of safety and being safe is in the exchange of ideas. A lot of conversation now online and Elon Musk and Twitter and all and Zuckerberg and Facebook and all this about what people are allowed to say to you online, whether they would say it to you in person or they would say it virtually if they're a real person or they're hiding behind a a fake avatar and a fake handle, etc. And they say things to you whether they mean them or not, sometimes just to rile you up, sometimes they think it's funny, but it is detrimental to you, to your mental health, etc. You have to be able to put yourself out into, into the world and take those things and go past them. Understand it doesn't mean anything. There's nothing that someone says to you online or in any other format about anything that you think or believe that is the end of the world. You can get past that because you need to challenge yourself in order to grow and expand your skill set, your experience, etc. To get better, to be successful, you have to challenge yourself. One of the ways of doing that is allowing others to challenge you. Now, there are realistic and unrealistic challenges. There are challenges that make sense and there are things that don't. When people call you a jerk, they say you're fat and ugly and they don't like to see you on Twitter. That is not the real world. And what they say and how they say it to you doesn't matter. But... If you say that you think there's a business idea that would work, if you think this is a political candidate you want to support, a a community cause that you would like to get behind, your favorite sports team, anytime you express an opinion or put yourself out there in any way like that, you have to expect challenges to your ideas. Embrace those challenges. If you ignore the silly stuff, the dumb stuff, the stuff that doesn't make sense, the trolls, all the stuff that you know is just people being negative just to be negative, 
and you look at people that are related to you mentally or in the same thought process or or have the same ideas that you do, if you look for those things, if you look for the people you would like to do business with, that you would like to associate with, the people that you look up to, your role models, your mentors, etc., if you can engage them, whatever your idea is, you should get positive feedback, even if they totally disregard your idea. If they give you reasons why, if they allow you to adapt your thought process because of their input, now you're growing, you're expanding yourself, and you have the chance to be successful because you're learning the lessons. You need to take L's. You need to take losses. Now, don't embrace loss. Don't embrace failure. Don't embrace falling flat. Do embrace the idea that if you win, you win. But if you lose, if you take the ill, there is a lesson that can be learned there. Embrace that idea. Look for the lesson. Look for the uncomfortable moment when you realize that you did not achieve what you wanted, that you need to make adjustments to move forward, that you need to do something different. Examine what that is. Learn that lesson. Internalize it. Move forward stronger expanded more than you were when you went into that situation. Take those L's and be willing to be challenged. Sorry. The weather's got me a little verklempt there. It happens on a regular basis where people are so uptight about being challenged, about the idea that any challenge to any idea they have, good, bad, or other, is some sort of personal affront, some sort of risk to their safety, is going to make them a limited individual. You're going to have to grow up at some time and allow yourself to take the slings and arrows, to be critiqued, to take negative criticism, to take L's and learn those lessons and move forward. Otherwise, you will not have the experience. You will not have the skill set. You will not have the expertise to be successful in the world. You have to allow those things to happen. Ignore and deflect the things that make no sense, that are illogical, that are not related to what you're trying to achieve, the lessons you're trying to learn by taking your wins and losses and move forward with that. Learn the lessons, gain the experience, and understand how to win and how to lose. Something that a lot of people don't know how to do these days is how to lose, how to graciously lose. If you want to put it into a sports metaphor, if you will, of teamwork and sportsmanship and being a gracious winner and being a gracious loser. When you take the L, when the outcome is not what you expected it to be, You can't throw a fit. You can't complain about the referees or the system or screw this, I'm just going home. You have to find those nuggets of information that can inform you how it could be better. It could be different. It could be a more potential winning scenario the next time. The same thing, though, when you do win, when you are the person who gets the gig, you get the job, you get the promotion, you get the the experience, you get the attention that you're looking for, you get the extra followers, you get what it is you're trying to achieve, you make the money, Don't think that that one momentary win makes you different, better, or superior to the other people involved because it's temporary. It's in the moment. It's not permanent. They learned a lesson from the loss. They might pass you, surpass you the next time because they've adjusted what they're doing. You have to continually grow as well. Win, lose, win, well, lose well. Understand how to take L's and how to take W's. That's beneficial for you to continually process and develop yourself. I said earlier, risk versus reward, right? The higher the risk, the higher the reward. 
This is where you find disruptors. This is where you find people who do things first. The first person to do something takes the most risk doing it. The person who disrupts something that's standard for 100 years or 500 years or even one year, but they do it differently. They take the highest risk, the most likely that it fails. The reason that we know great disruptors and the reason that we see people who really change the game, change the dynamic, who make big differences in the world is because most of the time, 99% of the time, that attempt fails. There's lessons to be learned there. There's value in that, in that loss. Not saying don't do it, but understand if you're going to do something new, if you're going to take a big risk, if you're going to try to get outside the norm in an extreme way, the likelihood of it being successful and working goes down. But when it does work, the success level is very high. The higher the risk, the higher the rewards. But you can take smart risk. We talked a little bit about this last week on the podcast. Taking smart risk, taking calculated risk. If you have an idea, sounds like a good idea. Maybe it's a radical idea. Maybe it's just a little bit different. Maybe it's something that you think can work within whatever the situation is you're looking for. Still take the time, even if it's absolutely disruptive and completely 180 of common thinking, take the time to do your research to see if it's been done before. See if things have been done similar. Learn lessons from those failures. Learn the lessons that those people have learned as they were working through their process. See what works. See what doesn't work. See what other people are doing. See what can be adapted and moved and adjusted for what you're trying to achieve. How do you put it into your process? How can you take this risk with the highest potential of it not turning out as expected? And then whatever you learn, whatever outcome happens, you can turn back into what your second, third, fourth, and 50th attempt at this is. If you do these things, you're taking smart risk. Again, not playing in traffic. This is not jumping out of an airplane without a parachute. This is jumping out of an airplane with a professionally packed parachute, new and secure and completely followed up by a training program. This is doing swimming with sharks, not because you just jump in the water off the boat, but because you get in the cage, because you're swimming with other individuals who have swam with sharks before, who can show you what you can and cannot do, the the, the tips, the best practices, etc., Smart risk, but keep pushing that edge. You have to keep pushing the edge or you sink back into your comfort zone. And this is the balance. This is where people find themselves staying in their comfort zone and blaming harm, blaming safety, saying they have, they can't go further. They can't push the envelope. They can't push forward because it's not safe. Sometimes that's true. Sometimes it's not. Even if you think that's true, you need to examine the process, examine the idea, test the hypothesis without putting yourself at risk, especially physical risk, but do not stop the thought process because part of it may be risky or dangerous. Find a way to make it safer, potentially safe, or something that if you were to add something, change something, bring someone else in with different experience, create a different piece of equipment, whatever it is that takes some of the risk, because you're never going to take all the risk out, but some of the risk out, then you have a better opportunity to do something new, to do something that expands you, push you out of your side of your comfort zone, and maybe disrupts the thing that you're trying to change. So take those challenges, take those risks, and take smart risk. Keep pushing the edge. Get outside the comfort zone trap. 
The comfort zone is a trap. Nothing great happens in the comfort zone. Nothing happens when you are perfectly safe. Now, comfort zone does not mean you're 100% safe, that you're in a storm shelter with 10 inches of concrete and steel and nothing could ever harm you. But it is in the safety comes in, the comfort comes in, doing things you do on a regular basis. You've done it. You did it the day before and the day before and the day before. So you keep doing that. That's the place that you get out of your comfort zone and you do it incrementally. If you were to jump out of your comfort zone, if you were to jump out of that airplane without the parachute, that is a huge danger, a huge risk, not a smart risk. And the potential for harm is way, way up. But if you were in the airplane and you open the door and you check it out, or if you jump with experienced jumpers, or if you have the professionally packed parachute, all of these factors are how you take the danger out of getting out of your comfort zone. So you get out of your comfort zone. You have to take some risk. You have to embrace some danger, if you will, but not extreme danger, not an unintelligent danger, not risky danger, smart risk, not risk. Just risk is not enough. And if something goes completely wrong, if there's no outcome that benefits you at all, if you break every bone in your body or worse, because you jumped out of the airplane without the proper parachute, there's no lesson to be learned there. But if you drop out of the, out of the airplane with a proper parachute, with the proper training, and there are still other factors, there's the wind, there's the, the geography, there's all kinds of other factors that maybe the outcome isn't what you expected it to be, but you can be better at it the next time because you did as much smart and you took as much risk out and you added as much safety as possible without saying so so stay so safe that you stayed on the ground. So you have to get in the plane, you have to jump out at some point if you're going to push yourself in that way, if you're going to grow and expand yourself in that way, and you can't do that on the ground, but you also can't do it by just simply jumping out of an airplane. Smart, calculated risk that the outcomes, wins or losses can benefit you as you move forward the next time you do it and the next time and the next time. And 10 years from now and 20 years from now and 50 from years now, from now, you have the experience, you have the expertise, you learned the process, you know how it happened. So you're able to manage it, to teach it to others, to do it again, to capitalize on it. So ultimately, risk is necessary. Danger happens. So why not lean into it and just grow up? Just expand your ideas past who you are. Do not think who you are is who you will ever be. Do not think that your your boundaries, your experience, your expertise, your thought process, your opinions, your view of the world today is the only view you'll ever have or the only view that's accurate. Grow up, expand yourself, push yourself, allow yourself to be challenged. You challenge you, let other people challenge you, take as much of the safety out as you can to get outside your comfort zone without being so extreme that you do hurt yourself. So do that, be wrong, and then admit it. Learn your lessons, take the L, learn from it, and grow. That is how you grow. The more you grow, the more potential you are to be successful. There you go, folks. That's the lesson today. Thanks for listening. Make sure you stream, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a review, share with a friend. We really appreciate it very much. Uh, make sure you get your Saturday morning hustle. Entrepreneur EF and Coffee and Donut Swag in the Swag Store as well. Follow on social media, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, the Facebook fan page as well. Don't miss the Professional Balance bonus series either. 
Currently, episode Smartest Person in the Room, or Are You in the Wrong Room? Check that out as well. That's a bonus issue that was put up the last Monday of last month. There'll be another one soon, the last Monday of this month. We only have two more episodes of that series. It will end at the end of the year. Only four more episodes of the Saturday Morning Hustle till episode 300, and we make a bunch of big changes. We take a bunch of risks. We are going to do the same thing that we've been talking about on the podcast with the podcast, to the podcast, and with you as well. So check that all out. That's coming up. Episode 300, one week before my birthday, two weeks before Christmas, and three weeks before New Year's when everything changes, when everything is new, when everyone is challenging themselves to get outside their comfort zone. You can do that as well. All the info, all the past episodes, all the bonus material, all the swag is at SaturdayMorningHustle.com. Thanks. See you next week. Saturday morning hustle. Saturday morning hustle. Saturday morning hustle. Wake up and keep chasing your dreams.